0: When life, a person, or yourself disappoints you, how do you really let it go once and for all? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. Happy almost new year if you're listening to this live. My name is Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I have to tell you, my friends, in all honesty, I have been procrastinating on the episodes that I knew would drop on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I know that I'm supposed to be Be like one of those entrepreneurial badasses who helps you with your goal setting and helps you with your resolution making and helps you set up Q1 for success. And it's supposed to be rah, 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 cheerleading, cheerleading, cheerleading. Um, But if you know me, you also know that I think it's a little bit of nonsense that at any point in time we can start our new year, that we don't have to wait till January 1st, that we can have our new beginning anytime we're sitting in our life. And recognizing like, nope, this isn't how I want my story to end. So knowing that I feel that way, but also knowing I have a daily podcast where I have to drop these episodes, it's really hard to kind of think about what would be good content. I know that most people listening actually aren't going to listen to this on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day because hopefully you're, you know, doing your lives and having your happy times. Um, but I still do want to drop relevant content. I still do want to have a conversation that's important to moving the needle in your life or in your business going forward and 2019, and I feel like we can't honestly do that until we let go of the hurt. That the first step of goal setting is actually not looking forward, but is being willing to look back and let go of what didn't work, the promises you made to yourself that you didn't keep, the disappointments that other people caused, the hurts in your life, the the goals you had for yourself about the way you thought your life would be at this point in 2018 and how it's not. Like all of that needs someplace to go, and I don't think it's good enough to just kind of say like, oh, I'm going to leave that in the rear view mirror. I'm just going to toss that behind me, you know, to how with 2018 on to 2019, because it's my experience. And, you know, my shrink experience as a therapist for 10 years and having my master's in social work, I can tell you that never really works out for people that just skipping it, just plowing through, just shuffling through, putting your head down and, and trying to tune it all out. Like it works in the short term and can get you through a rough week when you're particularly time strapped or filled with a lot of distractions But on the regular every day, it's not going to work out for you. We really do, as humans, have to deal with our crap. And if we don't, it bites us on the butt. And so if we're really going to set you up for success, if I'm going to drink the entrepreneurial Kool-Aid and get into this discussion with you guys, I think that before we look ahead tomorrow, we have to look back. And I want you to take some time to think about where you were towards the end of 2017. How did that year go? What were some of the things that you really liked about it? What were some of the things that you were like hoping were going to be so 2017? And what did you decide for yourself that 2018 was going to be like? What did you want to welcome into your life? What did you want to create in your business? How did you imagine your relationships were going to go? Where do you think your health was going to be? How were you going to spend your free time? Were you going to go on trips? Were you going to pick up a new hobby? When you think about how you started the year with all of its rosy perfection, where are you now? how much of what you really wanted to have happen in 2018 happened. And I want you to write down and catalog for yourself every single thing you nailed every single thing you took action on, to do an inventory of everything you said you were gonna pay attention to, that you paid attention to. Every hard conversation, every source of dissatisfaction, because so often what ends up happening is we become problem-focused and we become problem-centered and we don't look at what's in front of us and we just focus entirely on everything that didn't work and everything that was wrong and everything that was broken. And what I want you to start with is what you're gonna need to fuel yourself through this exercise, and that's paying attention to the things that really work, that you know you absolutely positively nailed. Then I want you to start thinking about what were the unexpected gifts? What were the unexpected wins? What was the good that came up in the year that you didn't even dare to dream of, but it actually kinda happened and worked for you and it was made possible for you? Because I think sometimes when we don't play Planet and it just comes, we put it in that like general, oh, that was a good day, or wow, I had a really nice week, or that was a good time. And what I want you to do is start collecting those blessings, to start looking at and cataloging all of the actions you took, all of the change you created for yourself, and then all of the ways the universe had your back and said, yes, and here you go, are you ready for more? Because it's really easy at the end of the year, um, to get melancholy, to be discouraged, to be hurt, to be let down, to say, Oh yeah, I got sick for two months and, you know, but that's no excuse for not meeting my bottom line. Or yeah, it was a really tough year for my family, but I really should have figured out this business better. What I want you to do is to catalog the wins unapologetically because we know that pretty soon we're going to be cataloging the losses and the times you didn't show up and the moments of necessarily uh, necessary accountability you need for yourself and you're never going to be able to do that with any efficiency if you do it from an empty well it's really important that you take stock and take inventory of all of the you know all of the risks you took all of the chances all of the things that you know you did that surprised yourself come up with as many things as possible as many sources of light in the year as many you know moments of wow I really surprised myself and and really take a good look at it because you know what's coming next what's coming next is where did life let you down where did it get exceptionally hard where did you suffer and struggle and where was there pain And I want you to do a gut check to see if there's still pain. If you have something in your soul and in your system that needs soothing and needs TLC, validation and expression, a release, whatever hurt you're holding, I want you to be able to mindfully and intentionally release it. And that's not going to happen if you just tell yourself you shouldn't be feeling that way. It's not going to happen if you say, that's not a big deal. I shouldn't be, you know, bothered by this anyway. You know, you can't talk yourself out of it and tell yourself, you know, that there's something wrong with you for still thinking about it. Or tell yourself that you're not being a positive person because it's bothering you. What you're better served by is acknowledging the hurt, recognizing that it's bothering you. And then you can arm yourself with a plan. Then you can set yourself up for, you know, success and say, so given that this happened, what do I need? And one of the best ways, and I, I know I've probably shared this on the show before, um, <laughs> now that we're approaching 400 episodes, I think it's going to be, I'm going to be hard pressed to come up with topics I haven't talked about in some way, shape or form. But one of the things that's really helpful is to, you know, deal with your disappointments and deal with the, the stressors, the struggles and the, you know, the suffering in some way that defines a point to it. Because I think, you know, sometimes. When I say to people, you know, you have to validate your hurt. You have to get clear on what's bothering you. It, it just means sitting there to them and sitting and thinking about their problem. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, how can you think about this in such a way that has a point? Um, and so, one of the things, you know, I like to encourage people to think about is what's your elevator statement um, in terms of why something bad happened? So, you know, we always know in business, we talk about the elevator pitch right like the thing you can say to someone in between the floors of an elevator an elevator that tell people you know what you do who you serve and how you help what i really like to do is for people to help people come up with their elevator statements for why something didn't work out or why something was hard. Because if we can come up with a statement about it, it starts to put us closer to the land of acceptance. And letting something go means accepting that it happened. You don't have to agree that it happened. You don't have to like that it happened. You don't have to be happy that it happened, but you do have to acknowledge, well, that happened. I had this plan for my life, and a meteor just dropped right down in the middle of it, and everything went to hell in a handcart. And one of the things I like to do is the lessons we've learned and the takeaways we have, if we can apply those things, it helps boost our internal strength building story way more than it builds the internal victim story. You know, so for example, the other day on the show, I mentioned my, you know, my previous best friend that I had for uh, probably 15 years or so and how we're no longer best friends. And that kind of grief and that kind of you know over that kind of breakup it's messy and it's it's not like a clean line from a to b but eventually what i came to was that we were two people who loved each other very much but by design, we were unwilling or incapable of meeting each other's needs, because our sort of the way we move through the world was almost in contradiction to one another. So what I needed, she wasn't willing to or able to supply and what she needed, I wasn't able to or willing to supply. So that becomes the elevator statement for why, you know, a decade and a half long friendship ended. If you can think to yourself about what your own circumstances are, what Whatever your hard times were what are the lessons there what are the um, you know the possibilities I talked to you recently about how 2017 was a particularly hard year getting ready for 2018 and my husband and I struggled and we didn't get along particularly well because we weren't on the same page for what we wanted and you know we we didn't have a clear picture of where we wanted to go even as individuals or as a couple so it got entirely messy And when I think about that, you know, the thing that I keep coming back to is I steal Billy um, Crystal's line. And when Harry met Sally, it's everything I never knew I always wanted because I didn't like because California was never on my radar because I had never sort of, you know, on some level, I guess, dreamed that big. I, I didn't really think when I moved here that California was some dream, but I hadn't really sort of planned on things being better i just didn't want to be miserable when i left massachusetts that it created all kinds of tension and all kinds of problems but that doesn't mean that as a couple were doomed that doesn't mean that We had to bring that garbage year into 2018, but it did mean that we kind of had to tie a bow on it a little bit. We had to put a stamp on it. We had to put it to rest of why that period in our lives happened. So you come up with an elevator statement that sums up for you because it's only for you. It It doesn't have to be anybody else's story about why something was hard or what the lesson was or what you sort of picked up from the failure or, you know, the promises you made and and really come to understand, show yourself some empathy, show yourself some, you know, compassion and validation, you know, and what would you say to a friend of yours who's staring down, you know, that situation? Would you give them comfort? Would you give them understanding and offer that same thing to yourself? Now, This next piece, you know, is is equally as important as respecting your feelings and respecting your experience and your circumstances. And it comes down to accepting accountability, being really honest with yourself and saying like, I tolerated crap that I shouldn't have tolerated. I didn't stand up for myself. I said I wanted something and I played small. I had a product and an offering and I never even tried to sell it. I did a singular sales call with somebody but then I never followed up and I decided if they really wanted it, they would have found me. I set a goal to 5X my income and I really didn't do anything different this year than I did last year. And I kind of know that what got me here won't get me there. Um, But the list of accountability, the ownership, the accepting of responsibility, because it's my story and my belief that if we don't look that in the eye, if we don't just own it directly, immediately and unapologetically, it has this way of finding us. It has this way of being really heavy, burdensome energy that we then have to carry into the new year in some wagon behind us. What I want you to do is to hold accountability so you can sit in the natural consequence of what it feels like to have not done something you said you were gonna do, to sit in the feeling of having not made your goal because you played small, to recognize that you needed help and you never asked for it or people offered you help and you never accepted it and as a result of the string of those choices you made you were staring at the end of 2018 just wanting to erase it. We have to hold accountability with ourselves around that stuff. And we have to do it at the same time that we're holding the compassion. It's not one or the other. And we don't just get compassion when it works out for us. We deserve and have earned compassion even when it doesn't work out for us. But we do have to tune into our feeling of what it means to have not done our best, to not have gone big, to not have tried hard, to not have pushed through vulnerability. You have to sit in this feeling of watching what you perceive everyone else to meet their goals and meet their life so that in 2019, you have a clear reason that you're never going to feel that way again. You have to tune into that negative energy. And when it comes to the end of the year, so many people want to skip it because it's not very jolly. It's not very effervescent for a New Year's conversation. Everybody wants to talk about hope, light, and kumbaya. But if we don't look at the hard things and ask ourselves the hard questions, we're doomed to repeat them, like beginning, middle, and end. That's how it goes. I've seen it over and over again. And my wish and my prayer for you is that you really set this year up for success. And I know you're never going to do it if you don't look at what went wrong, why it went wrong, and make a plan for what you could do instead. Nobody likes talking about the crap. Nobody likes thinking about the crap. But it's my strong belief in you and in the resolution of this that if you just stare it down, you will own it and control it once and for all. Now tomorrow, I've got your back with decision making and goal setting and all things optimistic. So be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode whenever you catch up on the hol- from the holidays. But I am so glad to be talking to you. And you know, as we round out this year, um, I just got to tell you this podcast lights me up. Your questions get me excited. The interactions I'm having with people and the way I'm connecting with people on this platform just absolutely positively makes my day thank you so much for being such a valued listener of the show and if you think somebody needs this show to get right with their lives or their businesses in 2019 i sure would love it if you passed it around i don't want to be anyone's hidden secret so anybody who needs it certainly do share it thanks so much for today's conversation and i'll be talking to you tomorrow for the new year Bye for now.